Please refrain from posting reviews of your experience as this may be considered testimonials and are prohibited by the Securities Exchange Commission, SEC. Like should not be considered a positive reflection of the investment advisory services offered by Gradient Advisors, LLC, GA, and or their investment advisor representatives. I'm Tammy Simpson, a certified financial planner, chartered retirement planning counselor, and accredited domestic partner advisor. And this is Tammy's Two Cents, the podcast. This podcast came about after considering why it would be worth your time for me to add more material into the vast universe of already available financial planning information. Books, newsletters, news shows, blogs, celebrity planning financial gurus, and of course, the internet, where Google is everyone's go-to financial planner. And then I remembered that throughout my life, one of the most valuable things I've ever sought was not information. It was an educated, wise, experienced opinion. And thus was born a reason to throw my two cents into the mix. I've been doing financial planning for over a decade, met with thousands of people, and designed hundreds of personalized financial plans. Don't expect this podcast to be heavy on data. I know data, I love data, I study data, I keep up on data, but this podcast is my educated opinion. In other words, welcome to Tammy's Two Cents, the podcast. I'm Tammy Simpson, and this is my Two Cents, the podcast, and with me today is my co-host, Tony Shore. Tony, how are you doing? I am so good. Thank you for having me on your podcast, Tammy. Uh, I'm looking forward to this one. I've had a great week. It's been pretty busy, though, uh, but I can't even imagine your schedule. How have you been? Oh, well, I'm in Southern California, so all we do is sit on the beach. (laughs) Uh, That's not true. (laughs) Not true. No, that's not true. But it's all we wish we could do. (laughs) Right. Well, we all dream of sitting on the beach in Southern California. Yes, we do. We do. But today, Tony, we have a great subject. We're going to talk about annuities. Um, And I'm looking forward to that conversation with you. And I'm wanting you to kind of play the devil's advocate and think about what everybody out there is wondering and all the questions they might ask. So um, because I've heard a lot, you know, people do have questions. I think annuities are very misunderstood. uh, And you hear a lot. uh, I hear a ton of stuff, mostly bad uh, about annuities. Uh, but what do you think of them, Danny? You know, I get asked that a lot. Um, I I do a lot of public presentations and a lot of the proverbial dreaded dinner seminars. And so many people go to those and they're all about annuities. People have been having annuities sort of shoved at them and down their throat for a long time. And they're really wary and really skeptical. Um, And so I get asked, you know, so what, Tammy, do you think of annuities? And I always sort of laugh and say, well, that's kind of like asking me what I think of men. You know, uh, there's good ones and there's not so good ones, right? Um, the, The world of annuities is huge. And when an annuity is understood by a person and chosen for the right purpose, I think it can be a good tool to add into the mix of their portfolio design. 
So I tend to like them as long as they are done intentionally and clearly and um, people understand what they're doing. And of course, that's that's not unusual. Um, Most of the time when people don't like something or have a bad experience, it's because they got into it without clarity, Um, didn't understand it, was perhaps misrepresented to them or uh, the wrong expectations were set. But I would say overall, uh, first of all, I like most everything. Um, I just don't like most everything for everybody. So it's really worth people rather than just kind of throwing them out based on what they've Googled or heard to really get their get the facts themselves. Right, right. And uh, I mean, how do you define an annuity specifically? What is it exactly? Yeah, that's a that's a great question, too, because an annuity at it, you know, at its most basic Uh, The word comes from a Latin word that means a a series of payments. It is a contract with an insurance company where you place with them a sum of money and then usually you don't withdraw the funds from that annuity for a period of time. We call it the deferral period and it's going to sit there in the policy. It's going to grow by some method and there's various ways that annuities increase in value actually. It's going to grow, and at some point, you're going to potentially turn this into a stream of income where it creates a cash flow for you, or you're going to just simply withdraw it if the terms of your contract allow you to do that. Some of those cash flows are guaranteed by the insurance company. Some are guaranteed for specific periods of time. For example, you may be guaranteed to receive payments for a specific period of time, like 20 years, and then some of them are gonna be guaranteed until the money runs out. Some of them might be guaranteed for your whole life. Some of them might be guaranteed for one life and perhaps sometimes the life of you and or a spouse. But at its core, it's a contract with an insurance company where you're gonna place money and immediately, or sometime in the future, you're gonna take a cash flow, a stream of income from it. Now, what makes annuities complex is that's not always the case because you don't have to take a stream of income from most of today's annuities. You can use them as a tool to accumulate interest and then take a lump sum rather than income payments. So um, what the name is and how they originated and what they've become is, uh, is quite different. Sure. And so there are different types of annuities. Not all annuities are created equal, though, are they? That is absolutely true. There are four main categories of annuities today. Um, They are what's called a SPIA. That's an abbreviation for a single premium immediate annuity. And that's where you place your money with an insurance company and immediately you start getting a cash flow or a stream of income. That's a SPIA, S-P-I-A. There's also a fixed annuity, and a fixed annuity is where you place the money, usually for three, five, or seven years of time, and you're going to get a declared or a fixed interest rate. So um, maybe it's 2% a year, maybe it's 3% a year, and interest rates vary in fixed annuities just like they do in CDs. You know, there's prevailing interest rates different years um, historically. That is uh, the second type. The third type is the fixed indexed annuity. And that is that is a, um, a, a, a fixed annuity 
that has the additional benefit of rather than taking that fixed declared interest earnings, instead you link your deposit to an outside index. And it's very important to realize it's not invested in the index. It's just linked for interest earnings to an, an outside index. And um, that's the one I've heard about the most uh, recently. I The two I always hear about uh, on the positive side are fixed index annuities. I know that's a popular retirement vehicle with a lot of baby boomers out there. Uh, but then I also hear a lot about variable annuities. So that fixed index annuity, uh, that must be a popular one. I hear about it a lot. It is a popular one. I think it's what most dinner seminars that people go to that are annuity, you know, driven are about. It certainly is the one I get more most questions about. It is the sure. one. It's the one I own myself. It's the one most of my clients, if they choose one, they typically pick a fixed indexed. Um, sure. So, yes, it is. It is popular. And of course, anytime something's popular, it can get a little bit confusing and complex and, and also controversial. Um and then you mentioned the variable, that's the fourth type of annuity, and that is still a contract with an insurance company, but instead of being linked to an outside index, you're actually invested in stocks, bonds, mutual funds, baskets of those um, types of vehicles. And in that type of a annuity, the um, principal balance that you invested can increase and it can also go down just like if you invested in stocks, bonds, or mutual funds. Uh, typically, so the, it, it, go ahead. Is that the big difference? I didn't mean to interrupt you, but the difference now, I want to stop you there because a lot of people, it can get confusing if we get in the weeds here, but for our listeners out there, so they understand uh, the variable annuity uh, that goes down if the market goes down versus the fixed index annuity, uh, that principle isn't the principle isn't tied to the market, is it? You, you, you're not going to, if the market takes a huge drop, your, uh, your money isn't, you're not going to lose that money in your, in your annuity then. That's correct. The, the first three, the SPIA, the fixed and the fixed indexed, those are not invested in the actual stock market or tied, you use the word tied to them, meaning that if the markets go down, you will not go down. You won't earn any money that year but you wouldn't lose any money. Whereas the variable annuity does go up and it goes down. Um, and so as you can tell, I mean, when you just say, do you like annuities? We have, we have a lot of different flavors. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, and so I think what happens is when people try to get informa information and they Google it or they read or they ask someone, people aren't familiar with all the types. Maybe they've had an experience with one of those types. And sure. then their response is going to be, you know, based on that experience. The other thing is, depending on who you are getting your advice from professionally, you have different licenses and different, uh, you know, financial professionals who, who sell different types. And like anything that you go out to buy, if you, if you decide to go buy a car, if you start going from dealership to dealership, they're going to tell you why their type is better than, you know, that next dealership. So it becomes very confusing because, and I always tell people, I don't think financial professionals are, are evil or trying to be 
you know, um, conniving. I, I really think that different people like different things and they're more educated and more familiar with and perhaps utilize uh, a particular type of annuity. So it, it does become really confusing uh, for people, which is where usually when I'm in a planning process with my clients, if an annuity comes up, if they're wanting information or if we're considering is there a place for or a need for an annuity, um, we're going to spend a good hour, maybe two hours together, and I'm going to truly give them a class with a whiteboard so that they can understand these uh, four different major categories of annuities and the pros and cons of each one because there are pros and cons of each one. Um, One of them isn't, you know, here's the star. Uh, They're all different, just like everyone is different. So you need to understand and you need to be able to talk to someone who is pretty well versed in all four of these categories and really is okay with you using any one of them if that's what fits you best. So why why do people buy annuities? Why do they uh, put their money into an annuity? You know, I have seen two, just in my experience and with the people I've met with, which is, you know, probably 1,500 couples over the last 12 years, um, the people who purchase an annuity will do it for one of really three reasons. One would be that they're looking for a place to get a guaranteed stream of income. Um, As far as just going out into the marketplace with some dollars and saying, how do I get some guaranteed income? Uh, The only place I know to do that is with the use of an annuity. And so um, people who want a a, uh, predictable, uh, guaranteed, insured stream of income will typically look at annuities. The other reason I've seen people do it, especially with the uh, evolution and advancement of things like fixed indexed and fixed annuities, is that people are looking for a, I would call it a a variable yield savings account. So, um, and that's not what it is. So I'm not saying it's a savings account, but I'm saying they'll say, hey, I want a place to put my money that the principal is protected, but I'm just not a fan of what saving, you know, money market uh, returns are or a savings account interest rate or even a CD rate. So I want to share the opportunity to get a little higher interest rate, but still have something that typically does not have fees and has some protection from market downturns. And the third reason I've seen people buy annuities, which might surprise you, Tony, is inheritance. A lot of people have the, you know, a lot of people have this idea that if they if they die, the insurance company keeps the money. And, oh. you know, that's not the case with a great with most of the annuities uh, that are out there. Your beneficiaries receive the money. And in some cases, annuities can uh, help with some tax strategies. They can also help with um, the distribution of that money to beneficiaries The you know, again, the protection of the deposit. Uh, for those beneficiaries. So sometimes there are some beneficiary reasons. And then a fourth reason just popped in my head. Some people buy an annuity as a long-term care alternative. Now, when I say that, I don't mean to imply it's the, you know, it's, it's like long-term care insurance, 
but maybe they can't qualify for long-term care because of their health. And they're saying, what if I need a future stream of payments to cover uh, health care or at least partially cover some of my long-term care? And they might see that as an alternative to do that also. Yeah. Yeah. And so obviously there are a lot of different reasons, obviously. Yeah, there's <laughs> a lot of reasons. Saying, uh, that people would have an annuity. Um, but don't annuities tie up your money? That's one of the things I always hear about annuities. They do. Yes, um, they do. I tell people if you're buying an annuity, it's kind of like getting married. You are making a commitment to leave your money in the annuity for a period of time, and that period of time can vary. It could be as short as one to three years, or it could be as long as your entire lifetime. I, I think the typical time that I'm seeing is seven to 10 years. But yes, you are committing your money to that position for uh, a period of time. Now, when we say committing, there is, in most cases, some liquidity, and the most common is 10%. So if you deposited 100000 into an annuity, in most cases, uh, after the first 12 months, you can withdraw 10% of it, or let's say 10000 each year, even during that seven or 10 year period, um, without a cost or a fee or a penalty. So there is some liquidity, but if you wanted to withdraw all of your money, you would pay a fee. Wow. Okay. So, well, that makes sense. And I guess it just like other retirement uh, vehicles, vehicles and accounts, um, like an IRA, a traditional IRA or a 401k, you, you can't touch that money until you're 59 and a half without a penalty. There are always rules and restrictions when it comes to any type of retirement account or vehicle, aren't there? That is correct. And you brought up a really good point. People say, what kind of, can I put my IRA money into an annuity? And yes, you can put IRA, 401k, 403b, SEP, tax deferred, Roth, after tax money. You can really put any type of money into an annuity. But if you do put after tax money, meaning it's not your IRA money, it's after tax money, money you've already paid taxes on into an annuity and you are under 59 and a half, you will now subject it to that 59 and a half rule. Meaning that if you were to, uh, pull, if okay. you pull it out before then, you will have a tax consequence. So um, I tend- so it's better when you can roll money from uh, a tax deferred account, like a 401k, 403b, or traditional IRA into an annuity in that case. I think in that case, yes. However, I do have some high net worth clients that like um, annuities because they put the, you know, if you have a traditional after-tax investment, uh, you can get 1099 annually on the growth um, of, oh, yeah. of that. And this does create a tax deferral on after-tax money um, so again, you know, this is why people kind of just their eyes glaze over. It is so important <laughs> if you are considering an annuity that you work with somebody who is, is really pretty well versed in not only the types of annuities, but the tax strategies, um, sure. and inheritance issues, uh, like so many things, I think if you, if you take the time to learn about them, a lot of people find 
uh, that they they can provide some benefits to their perf- yeah. you know that they don't otherwise have. Right. Uh, but can I get to my money if I need it if it's in an annuity? Yes, you can. Usually, if it, let's say you put your IRA money or tax deferred money there, uh, required minimum distributions uh, that are currently aged at the age of 70 and a half might change here in the future, uh, are usually always accessible at no cost. Like I say, there's that 10% annual free withdrawal. Uh, there might be tax consequences to any withdrawal, right? Just like in right. any place that you might have it. Right. Um, if you die, in many cases, the money goes uh, without any penalties to your beneficiaries. Ah, okay. um, sometimes there are uh, benefits that say if you are confined to a nursing home, you can get oh, the money. Okay. Um, so there sure. are some other things that will um, perhaps free up more yeah. than the 10 percent and i'm sure it yeah so you get the 10 percent that you can take out each year uh and then of course there's the 59 and a half rule to avoid certain penalties but are there fees involved with annuities i've heard that there are high fees with annuities well there there can be um variable uh, annuities are pretty notorious for having pretty high fees um And if I could be completely candid, I'm not the biggest fan of variable annuities because of the fees. Now, there are no load variable annuities also. And um, so if you're going to use a variable annuity, you do want to be very, very aware of what your fees are. I've done analysis of variable annuities that people have brought into me and they're paying three, three and a half, sometimes 3.8 percent annual fees. I mean, they can be they can have some significant fees. Now, there are some benefits to those fees. So you just want to make sure if you're paying them that you want those benefits, right? Right. Um, Fixed indexed annuities, fixed annuities, SPIAs don't typically have any fees. And um, now I have seen in the last decade some bells and whistles being added to some of these that there might be a fee for. So it's like, you know, buying a car and they say, well, if you want the automatic windows, there's going to be an additional fee. I have been seeing some optional benefits that now within those fixed and fixed index might have a fee. So if you have a fixed index annuity and you want an income writer on it, that will be, it's a income that's guaranteed for life, a monthly income that's guaranteed for life. Of course, that guarantee uh, is based on the claims paying ability of the issue insurance company issuing insurance company. But there's also, and I've heard, it, you know, you've said that there are different fees. Some of them are pretty low to get the income rider. However, uh, what I've heard, there's a long-term care rider on annuities where if I want the annuity to maybe kick in when I need it for long-term, if I need it for long-term care, it'll increase or something. There's probably a fee for that. That's what you're talking about when it comes to bells and whistles. Yes. So there also are income riders that have no fees. So there, but there are income riders that have fees. There are riders that you can attach. And when people hear the word rider, they go, what does that mean? Well, maybe you have your house insurance in California, Uh, we might add an earthquake rider, right? Sure. We're going to say, hey, we want, we'll pay a little bit more because we want it earth to add earthquake insurance to our house, you know, homeowners <laughs> right. policy or fire, you know, in Southern California, everything's burning down all summer long. But 
a rider is when you add that extra benefit. So it might be a long-term care benefit. Um, there might be a rider that is return of premium. There might be a rider that um, allows uh, more access to that. I mean, there can be there's there can be different types of riders that are available. And again, when I see someone who is unhappy with an annuity, many times it's been because whoever sold it to them put all those riders on it and they're never going to use them. They're going, oh. well, I'm never going to use that rider. Why is that rider on my annuity? Right? So you do want to make sure that if you are paying for any riders, that they are riders you actually think you might use. All right. And one last question. What about the huge commissions? You know, you hear about, oh, you're, you know, uh, a financial professional just wants me uh, to get an annuity so they can make this huge commission, not because it's in my best interest. Mm -hmm. But I know that you are always looking out for your client's best interests. So how does that work? Yeah, well, no one believes that, though, Tony. And I don't blame them, right? I mean, I really don't blame people. When you sit down with someone and they're selling you financial tools and you're going, yeah, sure, this is all in my best interest, um, you know, you should work with a fiduciary and hopefully they're putting in writing they're a fiduciary and hopefully you have a pretty good intuition and you can do your homework and get a sense. I think part of protecting yourself as a consumer is to take a look at who you're working with and say, well, how are they compensated? Uh, do and they are they are you a fiduciary? That's exactly. A, an important question. Exactly. Just because something is commissioned and just because somebody's making money um, on your purchase. Uh, you know, we live in a world where every single thing we buy, someone's making money on it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you can't throw out a baby because of that, you know. The, yeah. So. Right. Obviously, there has to be there's there's some of that. Uh, but yeah, I know that that's why you look at all the different you're independent. So you can look at a number of different options if that's something that you feel or the client feels would best suit their needs. And that's what's important. It has to be right for where they're at, not not everybody's in a situation where an annuity is right for them. Right? No, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. There's no question about that. And I can usually tell when someone comes in who they've been talking to just by what they have. I had a lady this week that she has four annuities and nothing else, right? She came in for oh. the first time. So oh. that's not so good. But, no. but when you're working with someone, they should be proposing something that's including, you know, bank products and insured products, maybe annuities and maybe cash value life insurance and stocks and bonds and mutual funds and real estate and have a balance. Yeah, yeah, there should be a there should be a plethora of yeah. things that are being considered and recommended and yeah. and being put together, integrated together to create the strongest plan. Yeah, I think that's great. Now, we're out of time for this okay. episode, but before we go, Tammy, let people know how they can get a hold of you. And I know you offer a complimentary consultation and have a lot to offer the listeners out there, right? Yeah, for sure. So anybody that's listening that wants more information can certainly go to our webpage. Uh, that is www.wealthfinancialgroupwest.com. Um, they can also just call our office. You know, the office number is 714-617-4394. We're in Costa Mesa, California. Um, we offer a complimentary first time meeting that can be in the office. It could also be on the phone. It could also be by Skype or, um, you know, by computer. So uh, there's lots of ways to get a hold of us. 
and um, be delighted to hear from our listeners and find out what more they would like to hear. All right. Well, great show. And that does it for today's episode of My Two Cents. Thanks so much, Tony. I'm Tammy Simpson, and you've been listening to Tammy's Two Cents, the podcast. I believe one of the most valuable gifts you can give yourself and your family is financial planning, taking time to intentionally and purposefully create a plan for your money. I hope these podcasts inspire you to do just that. Get more information at Tammy'sTwoCents.com. If you haven't yet, go to iTunes, Google Play, or Spotify and subscribe to this podcast. Join me next week for another Tammy's Two Cents podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Tammy Simpson offers investment advisory services through Gradient Advisors, LLC, Arden Hills, Minnesota, 877-885-0508, and SEC Registered Investment Advisor. Gradient Advisors, LLC, and its advisors do not render tax, legal, or accounting advice. Wealth Financial Group West Inc. is not a registered investment advisor and is not an affiliate of Gradient Advisors, LLC. Insurance products and services are offered through Tammy Simpson, independent agent. Wealth Financial Group West Inc., Tammy Simpson, and Gradient Advisors, LLC are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency. Annuities are long-term insurance products generally designed to provide retirement income. Guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. Any distributions may be subject to ordinary income tax and have taken prior to age 59 and a half an additional 10% federal tax. Early withdrawals may result in loss of principal and credit and interest due to surrender charges. Income benefit riders may come built in or for an additional cost. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Thank you.